Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 40, and we are out at the YouTube Range Day 2013 with Iraq Veteran 8888, which consists of... Now, who's the Iraq Veteran? Me, Eric. You are. Okay. Eric is the Iraq Veteran. Gotcha. And Barry is... I'm a Civil War Veteran. I was going to ask. Long in the beard there. He's reincarnated. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, so we are at, uh, what do you guys call this shoot? Well, this is our uh, 2013 YouTuber shoot, and essentially it's sort of a spin on trying to get a lot of the gun channels together and just to do meet and greet and cross promotion and, uh, you know, also to get a lot of manufacturers out here to showcase their product. And it's really just a great opportunity for people to get together, hang out, shoot some guns, talk shop. It's pretty much like a, a giant business meeting except with guns. <laughs> Which like makes yeah. makes awesome business meeting. Oh yes, absolutely. I wish know. every podcast we'd have this background noise. What uh, <laughs> what annual is this? This is like third. This fourth? is the first one. First, oh, first annual. Yeah, this okay. is the first year that we've had it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, well, guys, we are honored. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you know, we definitely wanted to have you guys down, and we had a lot of other uh, great YouTube channels show up. Uh, TN Outdoors Nine. Uh, well. We had Tim from Military <laughs> Arms Channel. Twenty Two Plinkster. Fate of Destiny. You guys, I mean, we just we just you had got the suture out here also. Yeah, we got Notice. suture double uh, nice. out here, and, uh, and man, it's been some star power. I almost feel kind of intimidated. There is around all these uh, awesome people. I don't know though. Y'all are probably the biggest channel now here, right? Well, yeah, but yeah. you know, it's it's weird. You know, we just got started with the the YouTube stuff, and it never we never really looked at it as being a very big deal. It just kind of took off and kind of part of it. I actually went to Moss Pond years and years ago. Then when I started watching the YouTube videos, and I saw you guys, and then I, one in one of the videos, y'all said something about Moss. Pond. I was like, wait a minute. I think I've been there. And I was like, is that on the south side of Atlanta? I looked it up and sure it was. Oh, yeah. I mean, his business has been there for 37 years. How long have y'all been there? Yeah. We, yeah. I've been there 12 years, and uh, the Mosses are great folks. We can use uh, the shop for, uh, you know, supplies and things like that. We've got everything we need right there. Sure. Yeah. Usually. And, uh, of course, we're uh, uh, we're class three now. We're selling suppressors, and we're getting into that line right now. Are the Mosses behind this event as well? Yes, they are. You guys. Yes, they are. They, uh, they offer their support quite often um sometimes you know it might just be in the form of you know hey here's a, here's a few boxes of ammo don't worry about paying for it because you're you know doing videos where you're mentioning moss pond right. but essentially it's it's kind of weird um i mean in a good way but the youtube page has kind of become almost the face of moss pond you know in terms of the things that we showcase and the guns and everything and right. uh they've definitely seen a, a pretty interesting increase in sure. foot traffic and we're getting people from all over the world uh you know we have youtubers come in from sweden and Australia, Germany, England, wow. all over the dang place. Places I've never even heard of. I know when I came in a couple of weeks ago, I felt kind of weird. I was like, is Eric working today? <laughs> <laughs> Which y'all probably don't get a lot of that now, do you? Uh, yeah, actually we do. <laughs> yeah, we, we get a lot of people come by. And, you know, it'll, it'll be that thing where someone's walking around in the shop and they're kind of looking at you like... Uh, you know, giving that eyeball, and they're and I'm like, yeah, you watch the videos, don't you? Yeah, I do. I just didn't want to say anything. And, now, has you know, anybody yeah. come into the shop a just to come into the pawn shop and then recognized y'all oh, and absolutely. not realize the connection? Absolutely. Yeah. We're about five miles from the airport, uh-huh. and when they hit that rent a car and they know where we are, they come in and they, sometimes they don't buy anything, but they want to say hey and yeah. shake our hand, and we'll give them a t-shirt. Or, yeah, yeah, we got your autographs down pat. You know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got that oh, yeah. all worked oh, yeah. out, all nice yeah. and pretty, and everything. Yeah, the whole autograph thing is, I guess, kind of neat. Um, 
I would have never pictured myself being someone that gives people autographs, but they ask me, and if they want it, I'll give it to them. So. All right, so i got to ask you this. What's the most unique thing that somebody's asked you to autograph? Well, I autographed a uh, piece of shrapnel today from a blown-up refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's kind of weird, you know, autograph- autographing shrapnel. Yes. That was pretty damn awesome, I have to say. Uh, and if will, anything uh, comes of that, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, plausible deniability. Yes. How about I, you, Barry? Well... Um, unusual <laughs> autograph. Have you? Uh, we autograph a lot of guns. We, we autograph do? a lot of guns. What's yeah. the coolest gun you've autographed? I don't know. It doesn't, we, it doesn't we, have to be we, Eric's. Well, Sometimes we do Glock, things like that. Yeah. People yeah. buy them, yeah. That's cool. Or we'll autograph their magazines for the Glock or yeah. something like we've, that. Uh, we've gun. autographed a lot of magazines, and we've probably autographed a, a few uh, Arsenal AKs. I mean, believe wow. it or not, we got those guys that are just hard up on, uh, you know, com block weaponry, and they really love, you know, the AKs and stuff, and... Um, yeah, I had one guy wanted me to, you know, autograph his stock. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but Is okay. that one of y'all's biggest sellers, the AK? Well, you when know, you can get them, yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But uh, you can't get anything hardly worth anything anymore unless it's an arsenal from mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Now, the washer tins are drying up. You can't find those hardly at all. Right. And they've doubled in price. That's not really yeah. a huge loss, though. So, you know. Yeah. Those things aren't really all. I mean, they're they're okay. They're functional, but I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of better better guns out there for the money. Are there any new guys getting in on the uh, AK? Well, really, um, new kids you know, I, I, I think, you know, honestly that... Um, with with AKs, the best value for the money is going to be like a converted Sega, because essentially an arsenal is going to be nothing more than that. So if you're, you know, if you can find an unconverted Sega rifle, five four five by thirty nine, add a bullet guide, trim the latch, do the conversion work, add all the, um, you know, nine twenty two R parts, and you've got an amazing little rifle for not a ton of money. Yeah. So wow. you know, th- to me, those Good are the suggestion. best AK variants. Yeah. Questions to both of you. Kind of get both your answers, and we'll go to the next one. How did you originally get into guns? Me first. Well, you know, my uh, my grandpa got me into guns at a very early age, and I grew up, you know, uh, killing squirrels and rabbits with twenty twos. And I think I had my first single shot twenty two rifle when I was about nine years old. Wow! And uh, shot a lot of a uh, lot of twenty twos. And uh, first pistol I ever uh, got uh, got into, my grandpa let, you know, used to let me shoot his nineteen eleven all the time. All right. So uh, you know, I got started on single action. You know, nineteen eleven. And, um, you know, really, I got started at a very young age, just like a lot of American uh, men are. I mean, you know, a lot of young men get into guns at an early age, whether it's through their parents or whatever. And, um, you know, I always had a fascination with guns growing up. I didn't really get completely head over heels into firearms until I, uh, you know, was in the service. And with that uh, typical, you know, service, of course, you're going to be shooting 50 cals and 240 Bravos and all kind of fancy Stuff that's you know, stuff you don't shoot with. squirrels with, right? You don't, you don't shoot squirrels with a ma deuce, no, unless you're really sadistic. But, uh, hmm, <laughs> we, we won't go there. So, Barry, how about you? Well, I started, my dad started me shooting about uh, six or seven years old. Uh, I still remember the first 22 I ever fired, it was a nylon 66 Remington. Nice. And uh, he did a lot of hunting. Now, he didn't have guns. Back in those days, you didn't have to have guns. for. You'd never thought about defending your home, sure. you know, with an assault rifle or something like that. But uh, he had a shot. He had hunting guns. And he was into hunting. And when I got turned on to guns, like we started collecting guns. And it was a point we probably had 150 guns in the house. And then, of course, when he died, I, I, I hadn't been hunting in years and years. I just don't care anything about it anymore. But, uh... I had a loaded pistol in my room when I was eight years old, and Mama raised hell about it uh-huh. for about three days. And Daddy said, look, we live out in the middle of nowhere yeah. in the country, and he's got a gun in his room, and that's where he's going to stay there. So yeah. she finally got over it. 
God. But it took her a long time to get over it. Now, well, you know, that's pretty common, yeah. uh, you know, in American society growing up. I mean, there's... Especially in so, the South. Yeah. Well, yeah. in the South, you know, a lot of young men have guns at a very early age. And, yep. and in the um, rural areas. You know, society generally, uh, you know, labels people like us as crazies and all this kind of stuff. But We're not. Fanatics. Well, well, yeah, I mean, maybe in a good way, but good I just crazy. think what people don't realize is that, you know, we are average people. It's yeah. just we're average people that own and shoot guns. Yep. That's the only Responsibly. Difference. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's the key word there is responsibly. Now, Barry, do you still have that twenty two? Uh, No, I don't. My dad sold that a long time ago. He did. Oh, that'd be awesome if you still had that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had all of his guns at one point, but when you get married and start having kids you look at oh, the gun, yeah. the gun hanging on the wall in the empty cabinets and in the yeah. kitchen and you sell the guns that's right what that's would dad right. do he would take Ooh. care of us you know that's so right. that's that was happened to most of his guns they got they got Not sold or traded or whatever so our second question uh, and obviously the name of your youtube channel kind of tells us a little bit about it but tell us about your military and if you have any law enforcement background tell us about that also well i don't have any uh, law enforcement uh, experience at all but I joined the uh, the guard right out of high school, which is if for people that don't know, it's basically like reservists. But you basically drill in your home state, whereby I guess if you were to join the reserves, you may go somewhere else. But I went in the guard and you know went that route and went through basic training, got uh, deployed to Iraq in '05. I was young at the time. I think uh, I was 20, maybe 21 when I went over there, so I was still pretty wet behind the ears and kind of dumb and naive. Sure. And that was uh, kind of part of that whole situation. But at the time, I was doing what I thought was right. And uh, what I thought was being asked of me, I felt that it was my responsibility to, to do what I, you know, committed myself to do. Right. I may not agree for all the reasons that we were there or why we went over there, but I did it. And now I'm back. And, you know, there's just too many politics in the military, especially in, like, guard and reserve units. There's just a lot of d- measuring and, and just stupid crap that goes on and... It's all this this goody goody guy crap and mm-hmm. you know good old boy stuff. You gotta know you know know someone to get anywhere. And, you know if you weren't like best buds with the guy outside of work, you weren't gonna get anywhere. And you know it's just one of those things. I just got tired of the politics involved around it, and I was just ready to move on with my life. And not to say that I viewed it as a you know mistake. I don't think that I don't feel that way. But you know I just kind of felt like I was at a stage in my life where I just didn't really feel like my heart was in it anymore. Sure. Yeah. And I was just ready to be away from it and move on. Gotcha. What about you, Barry? Well, I never was in the military. The uh, uh, Vietnam War ended a year before I graduated high school. Okay. But if it had gone on, I would definitely have went because I back then we had draft cards. I was uh, 19, choice. 18, yeah. 19 years old, single, no kids. I would definitely have been you shipped been out. Right there. Yeah. Absolutely. And I got I had a lot of buddies that I went to school with that were like five years older than me, and, and a lot of them died over there. A lot of them never came back. Wow. But uh, I never was in the military. I got married and I started having kids, and that that exempted me right there, see, from the draft. Of course, the draft isn't going on anymore. Sure. They don't need the draft. But anyway, uh, no, I was never in the military. When it comes to pop culture, whether it be TV show, movie, music, books, video games, if it involves firearms, what's your go-to? What's your favorite? My favorite firearms-related Pop Just culture, pop item. culture stuff. Whether it's a movie, a TV well, show, whatever. you know, um, <clears throat> I do enjoy first-person shooter video games. I, I am going to admit, you know, I I do play the zombies game, and you know, I, I like the Bioshock franchise. Mm-hmm. So I do play Bioshock, and uh, I like the Fallout franchise. Oh, you know, yes, sir. Elements. Yes, sir, right yeah, here. Man. I Just love it. Yeah, well, you know, I, I do like video games. Uh, I, I don't have time to play them anymore like I'd, I'd like to, because sure. believe me, if 
if all I had to do is drink uh, grape soda and sit on my ass and play video games, I probably would. But <laughs> unfortunately, uh, in a realistic world that we live in, I can't exactly get away with that. Yeah. In terms of movies, um, I don't know, gun-related. I mean, of course, I like uh, Clint Eastwood westerns, John Wayne. Yeah. I love I love a good western. Um, I really am a big fan of Stanley Kubrick. Oh, uh, yeah. Any of Stanley Kubrick's films, gun-related or otherwise, I, I really love his, uh, his style. Classic. Oh, yeah. I love A Clockwork Orange. Yes. It's a great movie. And, uh, of course, you know, who, who can't like uh, Full Metal Jacket? Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm really Eyes into Eyes Wide Shut? Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if you're, a you know, a card-toting gun owner and you haven't seen Full Metal Jacket, you're doing yourself an injustice. Yeah. Man, it's just a great movie. Yeah. No, I was talking about Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> oh, Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that movie as well. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's that Kubrick, um, too. Kubrick really caught a lot of flack over Eyes Watch. Is that the Tom Cruise yes. and Cole Kidman movie? Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, the one where uh, you know uh, there's all these uh, conspiracies <laughs> that are floating around about the fact that okay, they think that Stanley Kubrick was uh, assassinated by some Illuminati insider because <laughs> because he was giving away secrets to the Illuminati during the ritual scenes in the movie. Oh my god! And all the little crazy. Um, little hints that they leave in the movie and signs and things yeah. that would, you know, that that they think that he's trying to give away yeah, secrets makes about more masonry and yeah. yeah, I don't think it was quite that elaborate. I, yeah, we got to go his pop culture route here. Yeah, come on, hit us. Well, some. as far as movies, Playboy don't count. As far as <laughs> movies go, I don't really care about the movie itself. I care about the actors and actresses in the movie. Now, back in the olden days, Jimmy Stewart and all these actors and mm-hmm. all Jimmy Cagney that are dead now, they were they were heart and soul people. Now you get a movie, and you can tell. I know they do a lot of things with computers, and it looks fantastic special effects. But you know what special effects? Yeah. You know, and it's a, a modern movie really doesn't hold my interest. A good old fashioned acting. Yeah. Got yeah, right. Good, good old, old westerns. Old, old fashioned. Jimmy Collins. Stewart. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart and uh, uh, Jimmy Cagney and things like that. In fact, in Public Enemy Number One, mm-hmm. he's looking out of a window, and they actually shot the window out with a real Tommy gun, and he almost didn't duck in time. Really? They didn't have special effects. Wow. Like that. real stuff. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> we well, you know that's why I like Clint Eastwood so much because in his movies, he's just always so genuine. Yeah. I mean, to me, the best actors are the ones that just they're themselves. They right. just have lines, but they're acting like themselves. Oh, you get somebody like Jimmy Stewart; he can play any part. Uh, I don't never recall him being in a mili- an army movie. Oh if he was but he played you know he uh, like in the movie the flight of the phoenix uh-huh. oh he fantastic actress oh, all yeah. through that movie and I, I can watch that movie a hundred times is there or has there ever been a gun in your collection that you were ashamed to admit to owning or maybe even just a little bit embarrassed to say oh yeah i had that well yeah i owned a high point nine millimeter at one point <laughs> yeah high point high point 45 speaking of high point, somebody's shooting one out here that you and uh, it's a zombie spirit yeah, code. <laughs> i did the don- zombie scout on it for us you wanted a crazy uh, <laughs> wanted a crazy zombie uh duracoat job so that's what we ended up doing it's like a zombie that's green awesome. purple kind of yeah she wanted deal. you know had silver and hot pink and all hey she's crazy. proud of it she was out I there know, firing away I've, on s- it. I've seen y'all's high point video where y'all do everything possible to destroy that thing and it keeps firing they are tough guns yeah well, the, but the I, reason I that, you can't blow it up is it's a blowback the more uh, powerful round you put in it the faster the slide comes back we shot loads in a high point and we're going to do this one day i, I guarantee you would have busted a glock yeah because it's a lock breach right 
but at the moment of high pressure with a high point, the slide opens and all that pressure goes out the side. We were shooting loads in it that are three times maximum, and it was functioning <laughs> fine. doing just fine? Probably doing better. You can't, uh, you, y'all were ramming bolts down the did you, uh, you cannot hurt that gun. <laughs> did you see the one where we converted a 40 into a 10 millimeter? No, no, I haven't seen that. It fired 100 rounds flawlessly. Yeah, we took High a uh, we yep. took a 9 by 23 oh uh, chambering reamer and uh, reamed it out <laughs> and then finished it up with a 10 mil uh, chambering reamer. All right, which one of y'all came up with that idea? Uh, that was me and Ray's idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we were bored at the shop one day. I was like, you know what? We're going to punch one of these out to 10. No. <laughs> yes, we are. Okay, and there it is. Okay. And, and in 10 minutes, we're in the back and pulling strings and, you know, trying it's to make working it. working like a That's toy. awesome. Yeah. Worked great. So what about you? What's your uh, embarrassing firearm that you have? High point .45. Oh, okay. I think all of us have that point in our firearms, I guess, history where we look back and go, yeah, I owned a high point. Mine was a Lorsen 380. Lorsen, yeah. high point. I mean, those guns are beginner's guns or people that don't want to spend a lot of money yep. or they're not sure if they want to invest yeah. in an expensive gun. But once you, once you really get it, you understand that, you know, the gun industry is just so awesome. It's full of so many great people, so many friendly people. It's just a great industry, especially if you're a customer. There's just so many great products out there. Mm-hmm. Why, why skimp on the you know money? You know, yeah. save up and buy something nice. Gotcha. I think that's where most of us fall into. Well, I, I've waited on customers. There'll be a man or woman to go buy a gun, and she wants to buy a nice gun, uh-huh. like a Glock. Right. And he says, "Well, there's there's a high point over there. They all do the same thing." <laughs> well, really? Do they do the same thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, they do. What's, what, what's our new one does it a lot better than another is uh, poor man can't buy poor man can't, can't buy, buy it twice, twice. <laughs> right <laughs> pay a little bit more pay a little bit more get it's gonna quality. last longer you know oh, you yeah. have to buy it again twice that's right. it as far as guns go what is next on your bucket list what's what's the next one you just gotta have well I just picked at? up a scar heavy okay and uh, I've well, really been count a, if you well I've, I've been a big <laughs> fan of that but that that leads me in my next thing you know I've uh, Tim from Military Arms Channel yeah. today brought out the Devor. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that's probably the next one I want to get my hands really, on. Really, that has that? jumped to my top after it's I a nice shot gun. it. Nice yeah. gun, really is. At first, I top. wasn't sure if I was going to be uh, completely on, on board one. with the ergonomics of it and the accuracy, but it's definitely accurate. It's got a nice feel to it, and uh, I think Tim upgraded the trigger in that one. So, <laughs> very nice gun. Well, thing I, mean, I, I love I only about shot it. one mag out of it, but I'd, I'd like to you know shoot it some more. Well, most bull pups with me with my long arms, it all contorts me. But for some reason, the ergonomics of it, I'm able to shoot it. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean they designed yeah. it around the human body, around yeah. natural shooting position. Yeah. So they they really did their homework with that rifle, and it, it really is nice. Gotcha. What about you, Barry? What's your next want to? Well, I really don't have a want. Uh, I would like to have a, a 1919 semi like he's got set up down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't afford a real one. Gotcha. But, uh, I mean, you know, that's just it's a something fun like guy. that. Yeah. 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 So, is uh, of all the guns, think back, that you've owned, which one would you like to have back that you don't have currently? Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I uh, I picked up a uh, Venezuelan contract FN-49. Uh-huh. Semi-automatic, 7mm. Uh, they only made 8,000 of them. And it was just, you know, if, if you know anything about FN rifles or specifically the FN 49, I mean, it's it was a gun that was, you know, wasn't really early enough to affect World War II, but it was late enough to where it didn't matter anymore. Sure. So the guns were obsolete before they ever even really issued. And Venezuela ordered 8,000 guns. And I have one that was in pretty much like museum quality mint condition. Right. It was oh, a beautiful rifle. And if you know anything about the FN 49, you know, it was basically the grandfather of the FAL. Gotcha. So it's kind of like an early version of the FAL. And uh, I sold that gun, and I was paid handsomely for it. 
But I tell you what, if there was one gun I could have back, it'd have to be that one. Wow. That thing was so damn nice. That sounds nice. beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it, it just had real crisp cartouches on it, perfect markings, not a spot of rust on it, mirror, br- I mean, just perfect example. Probably like the nicest Venezuelan contract F-49 in existence. I sold it. <laughs> Did you take pictures of it? I'll never get it? that one back. <laughs> Did you take pictures of it? Yep. Oh, so you get to cry every time I got, time you see I got it. pictures See, of you it. got uh, memories. You got your mementos. Man, I'm telling you, it was nice. Uh, <laughs> that stinks. What about you, Barry? Well, I had a uh, a mint condition 1903 uh, Springfield, Ooh. and I uh, I pawned it. Oh. Uh, and it turned out it was a stolen gun. Oh, oh really? Yeah, a guy in Marietta had had 26 Springfield stole from his house 21 years before that, and that was the first one that ever showed up. Wow. It was a slick gun too, accurate. Man beautiful mm. did they but, try uh, to come after you hmm? did they try to come after you or when well, i bought it from a gun shop legitimately oh, okay. so i had a receipt for it gotcha and i had a i had a mint condition m1 grand oh. those are the two guns that i would really like to have back nice but i sweet. can't get the springfield back i don't know where the m1 is now, i love my garands yeah. man nice. one of my favorite rifles uh, m1 garand just a great gun now with y'all's youtube channel you're part of the outdoor hub right Yes, we are. That's just, is it's a network of YouTubers and TV shows, all outdoor stuff? Well, essentially, it? yes. I mean, okay. they, they run, like, pretty much the whole gamut of, you know, different website-related things, and they, they pump a lot of things across their networks, and they have a variety of websites they run, and uh, network they basically network with the rest of us. And essentially, the nice thing about being a part of a network like Outdoor Hub is that if you're a gun channel, especially a larger gun channel like mm-hmm. ours, it gives you a little bit of collective bargaining. Sure. Um, that way, if you know, for one, going for advertisers because only a, a network can sell advertising direct outside of this standard ad pool on AdSense on, mm-hmm. on Google. I don't know how business you want to get in this conversation, but basically, you know, it's it's just good networking mm-hmm. when you can pull all of the YouTubers together under one umbrella and then say, look, you know, we've got you know a network with 35, 40 million collective views, mm-hmm. you know, 20 to 22, 25 of the top YouTube channels that are gun and outdoor related and uh, that means a lot more when you're going to a company saying look you know we want to talk about some advertising and advertising revenue is how many of us are able to make the videos I mean obviously if we didn't get any kind of compensation for our time then obviously we wouldn't be able to make the videos so I mean it's it's the revenue and the and the, the money we get back for making the videos that allows us to take on bigger and better projects sure and uh, obviously, the, the more you bring in, the more you can invest and, and make the video, you know, really awesome. So we try to do that. I mean, we're not, you know, there, some of the things we do is more like a vlogger style, like the gun gripes. Um, firearms facts, I take a little bit more time and effort to uh, produce and put mm-hmm. together. But ultimately, the uh, goal is for the content to be, you know, for the YouTubers, for the people that are watching. I mean, we make our content. It is viewer driven. We take their, their thoughts and their, you know, comments into, into consideration. And, uh, and that's what we use to determine what the next videos are going to be. People tell us what they want to see, and we make it. You guys, you know, y'all want to hear uh, Zeke and them do a podcast on a certain subject, swarm them, tell them, <laughs> and they'll do it. Well, thanks for having us out to this. It's been it's a blast so far, and we're still only, we still got another, what, 10 hours today, and then... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to go into the night if we can uh, keep from, you know, getting the 5-0 called on us. Uh, we, we have already had a visit from the local law enforcement and, uh, you know, we, the they ATF basically acknowledge that we're not doing anything wrong. But, of course, you know, we are making a sh-
ton of racket. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we are making some rather large noises, and I'm sure there's some trailers around here whose uh, windows are shaking and babies are crying right now. But I never realized refrigerators were that loud. That is the loudest refrigerator. Yes, they are. The compressor on that thing is malfunctioning. It was horrible, It really man. blew up. So, yeah, uh, never bad. seen one go that high either. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they could fly. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, guys, we appreciate y'all coming out and everything. Yeah, no and uh, We definitely wanted to get, you know, everybody out to just meet and greet, cross-promotion. So, um we appreciate y'all coming out, and, and thanks for letting us come talk on your podcast. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming out. Absolutely. Appreciate it, guys. All right, guys. again. Thanks. Yeah. This is kind of a continuation of episode 40. We are still at the range. Yep. It's We're in U- Ball Ground, Georgia. YouTube Range Day 2013, put on by Iraq Veteran 8888. And let's just jump right into our very special guest we have let's here. Let's do it. In the mobile lead sled. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like our studio? It's very um, cozy. <laughs> so we've got uh, Destiny from Fate of Destiny on YouTube. How are you? Thanks ya? for joining us. It is my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It is a beautiful day out here. It's is it perfect. Not? We couldn't ask for any better, better weather. Have you been to anything like this before? Um, well, I was in Florida, but it's still not quite the same. I mean, especially look, just looking around, Florida is quite flat, at least the area that I was in. And yeah. up here, sure. the rolling hills and all the greenery is just yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, what about the gorgeous. explosions? Do you have these kind of explosions in Florida? <laughs> no. Or in Wisconsin, for that matter. Yeah. I've seen where to buy Tannerite, but I don't know where to actually I'm allowed to shoot it. So tell me the, uh, the funnest gun you've shot since you've been here. Ooh, um, Beowulf was fun. Oh, did you get to shoot that? Was that yeah, the Beowulf oh, with the nine-inch barrel. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Shot it with, uh, shot it unsuppressed, and then shot it with a titanium suppressor. That was both. That was really. How really was the neat. kick on that? Um, unsuppressed nine-inch barrel. Unsurprisingly, quite a quite a noticeable recoil. Yeah, sure. I mean, not out of control or anything, but right. it was. I definitely had to have it in real tight, and it took me a second to realign shots or realign my, my sights after that first shot. But with the with the suppressor on, more manageable. But it it's got quite a bark to it, even with the suppressor. I can imagine. I hadn't shot it yet, but I heard it a minute ago, and it sounded just like the Tannerite was going off again. Yeah, it's, yeah. Got, it's pretty it's incredible. Got a boom. Definitely. Nice little testosterone boost there. Yeah, it was a great experience. It definitely is one of those like fun novelty guns, like the Magnum 500 were. I don't know that I would be, you know, it'd be practical for me to shoot it all the time, partly because it's kind of expensive to shoot, but sure. <laughs> that doesn't change the fact that I want one. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those Beowulf rounds are, what, probably about three bucks a pop or something like that? Yeah, it's that up range. there. Yeah, we were going to shoot a 338 Lapua down here, uh, and we went to get even ammo. brought it, We too. even got it in the truck. We went to get ammo, and it was, for 20 rounds, 139 bucks. Yeah, I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we won't be shooting that one. We might show it to people, but if they've got the ammo, they can shoot it. So, it's all they want. So, how did you originally get into guns, Destiny? Well, my family is always kind of handing them around. Like, my um, one side of the family, they do a lot of hunting, so they've got the, the sh- shotguns and rifles. But then um, my dad, since I was little, I can remember him going out to the range and shooting with his uh, friends and me sitting with really huge ear protection on the bench with my feet, you know, dangling because I couldn't quite reach the ground. (laughs) Just watching him have fun with rifles. And eventually I got big enough. He started teaching me how to shoot. So it's something that I've kind of had in my family. Do you remember the first firearm you fired? Um, Do BB guns count? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Well, it's that. 
that was the first, I think the first gun that I learned firearm safety because my little brother got one for Christmas present and oh my gosh, I was just green with envy. <laughs> but my brother being the awesome person he is, of course, shared with me and dad taught us um, range safety at the same time using that BB gun. And then by seven, I was doing a turkey shoot with a little youth shotgun and nice. I just kind of moved up a little bit since then. Very gotcha. Cool. And well, um, <clears throat> We'll probably go ahead and skip this question because uh, you're too young, I'm sure, to have any military or law enforcement background. So, how old are you? Twenty-four. Jeez. Okay. Jeez. Wow. I thought you were like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, do, have have you had any military or law enforcement background? Um, my family's military. Experience. Both my parents are veterans. My brother's actually deployed overseas right now. Oh, wow. I've taken my ASVAB, but then when I got the results back, I decided if I do decide to go into the military, I'm going to wait till after I finish my degree, which is <laughs> taking me a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What Those are you working are on? Expensive. Um, biology with an emphasis in pre-med. And Sweet. I absolutely, the only two things I can talk to you just till I'm blue in the face are guns and human bio specifically. I got oh, tutored, we're going to have to sit down later. Tutored biology anatomy and physiology i just can't get enough of this stuff but i am also doing a ton of writing with um the armsguide.com mm. i'm managing editor for that site and so figure while i'm still in school i may as well throw in a few uh, english credits and maybe double major in english i was double mm-hmm. majoring in art but i kind of see a little bit more career prospect yeah, in english than in art. Yeah. yeah i mean i like art but uh, which is kind of funny a lot of people when they know about um, the gun stuff that I'm interested in they don't expect me to also have an interest in art and music but you know firearms people are firearms enthusiasts are definitely well-rounded individuals and not just like you know guns and you know my cold dead hands and all of that I mean we've obviously got artists out here look at the the type of targets we have we've got spaceships and Moose and <laughs> oh, my favorite's a little velociraptor, but he was torn oh, apart by shotgun rounds. Was he really? Oh, yeah, he was man. adorable. He had the big like toe claw and everything. Yeah, it was great. That was awesome. I miss that. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like ripped up and <laughs> sad now. Is he near the exploding refrigerator? I was just saying, he probably got some shrapnel from the refrigerator. <laughs> nah, somebody went out with a uh, the shotgun and uh, just, just dumped a bunch. Away. I think like birdshot or something went crazy in him. On him. Yeah, so he's he's a little looking the worst for the wear. Nice. And when it comes to pop culture, whether it be music, video games, movies, TV, anything that involves firearms, what is your favorite? What's your go-to? Um, I'm just really a huge like action movie fan. I don't really watch. I'll watch a comedy once in a while. I don't do romantic like chick flicks movies (laughs) yeah but i really love one of my all-time favorite movies of ever is apocalypse now specifically the redux i can't i can watch that movie over and over again i'm shocked props to dad (laughs) i'll pound the camera there dad didn't have any influence on that huh yeah teaching the the daughter the right movies to watch yeah he had made some sort of reference to it i'm like uh don't know what you're talking about he's like you haven't seen apocalypse now you can't be my kid and not have you have not seen this and i watched it was it Love immediately the smell of napalm it. in the morning. Yeah, that was probably it, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But I went immediately and I ordered the the special edition DVD Charlie as soon don't as I had surf. seen it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Has there been or is there a gun in your arsenal that you and it could just be a little bit of you know, just a small portion of you that maybe is a shame that you own hmm, not really um there are certain crowds okay i guess i'll give you my little disclaimer okay i am one of those i'm one of those people Qualify, who i think if a, a gun works for you 
that's great. Even if it doesn't work for me or I don't like it or I think it's ugly or I can't shoot for, you know, crap with it, but it works for you, then it's still a good gun, just maybe not for me. One of those guns for me is the Beretta M9. I know a lot of people really? just can't stand it. They hate it. They think it's the worst thing ever. A lot of military guys who see my reviews on it, mm-hmm. they watch the video and they're like, don't you know that thing is just a piece of, you know, trash or don't even right. touch it. But it works well for me. I don't have it. Like, it doesn't fail on me. And for my use as a hobbyist target shooter yeah. and, you know, So you've got a lot of grief over liking that gun. Yeah, but I'm not ashamed of it. I'll I'll tell somebody, like, I carry it. Not this moment. Right now I'm carrying 1911, but which I get get grief over sometimes too. What? Not a Glock? (laughs) No hating on Glocks. But 1911 shoots better for me, specifically my Kimber. But Mm -hmm. that's probably because I have like 20,000 rounds through it. That's more than I have familiar with it. How many malfunctions? Um... Before I changed the recoil spring, I was having a lot of problems. But uh-huh. since I got a new recoil spring, None. nothing. No problems. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I shoot factory stuff through it. I don't put reloads through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that may be a bit of a factor because Kimbers are sometimes known for being a little particular with their tolerances. Sure. But mm-hmm. I shoot more accurately with that than anything else I own. Do you reload too? Not yet. I would really like to. But every time I save enough money for the equipment and the dyes and everything... I spend it on a gun. Who was yeah. it that told us they were getting... Gabby, yeah. Gabby said she's going to start reloading. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I've been saying it for ages, and I really do want to. And I have you know plans for some of the, the presses that I've been eyeing mm-hmm. up and everything, but I'm, I have a hard time not justifying buying guns. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's a problem that you can relate to. What is next on your bucket list? What's the next gun that you just have to have? Have to have. Yeah. Okay, that one's kind of a, a toss-up because I just started shooting cowboy action. The um, I shot a SAS match somebody sponsored me for and absolutely What's your cowboy it. name? Dead Eye Destiny. Dead Eye yeah. Destiny, sweet. <laughs> uh, I thought it was kind of fun, a little play off my name. Cool. Yeah. I like it. So I want to so do get... all the dress up and all that. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so I want to get set up for SAS. I'd need. I'm kind of eyeing up a pair of Ruger Vaqueros, maybe a Henry mm-hmm. and a trench gun to kind of get me set up. Nice. But I think the next handgun purchase maybe is a TZ75. I love the CZs, but I'm really interested in the Tanfoglio copy of it, mm-hmm. and so I think they're pretty. So. <laughs> of course, I don't mind having ugly guns as long as they perform the way I yeah. want, but yeah, if true. I can have a pretty gun that performs just as well, I'm getting it. So speaking of having guns, uh, is there a gun that you have once owned that you wished you had back? I have, up to this point, I'm crossing my fingers as I say this, have not yet had to sell a gun, and yeah. I'm being in the financial position that I'm in, which is not exactly what I would consider well off. Uh, I save a lot. I do a ton of research and more often than not, I also like rent or find friends who have the same uh, mm-hmm. the gun that I want and put mm-hmm. rounds through it. So I, I'm Check already really invested yeah, before yeah. I even make the purchase. And then when I sure. get it, just shooting it even more just kind of makes it, you know, it's my gun. And That's right. I, yeah. I have the same, yeah. once I get one, I have a very hard time getting rid of it oh i would be because so i'm like you i'll put a lot of research and you know time into to studying it before i get it and then once i've got it then i know you know that's the one i want very rarely will i get one it might be you know i just might run across a great deal on a gun sometime mm-hmm. and i'll just buy it because it's great and then after i shoot it something i might not like it so much and then you know i'll get rid of it but yeah, yeah. i understand i know where you're coming from yeah <laughs> 
I thought about selling one of my guns to upgrade to something nicer, and in the end, I just couldn't do it. I brought the gun to the range where I was going to sell it and trade in. It's like, like, I'll just wait a little bit longer, save up a little bit more, and I'll I'll have them both. Yeah, and then I just went out and shoot. I'm like, you know what? That was a good decision. We're going home now. (laughs) Good for you. What started the whole YouTube thing? How did that happen? Like with most people, it really was just a spur of the moment almost. Like I was going out uh, shooting with my dad, and I had... I've been hanging out with some friends on another in another part of the country, and they thought, yo, you know, it'd be cool if we keep in touch with, when we do something cool, throw up a YouTube video. And one of these times, I was shooting with my dad, and I said, hey, you know, take my cell phone, and let's record this. We'll throw it up on YouTube. It'll be just for kicks and giggles. It'll be fun. And as it turned out, those videos, it wasn't just my buddy watching or even my family members. There's a whole community of people who are firearms enthusiasts. Yep. And to me, that was really wonderful, and it has kept me engaged and involved in making videos for the last two and a half years now. So you've only been doing it two and a half years? Mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. You've grown pretty fast. Oh, there are some channels that grow faster, but I am really grateful because I never like planned for this to become something like really remarkable. So when uh, my channel recently hit 50,000 subscribers, my jaw was just on the floor like... <laughs> That is so awesome. Congratulations, by the way. Thank and, you. And you and our buddy Plinkster kind of flip back and forth on who's higher every now and then. Right? Yeah, now yeah. and then. I watch his <laughs> videos, too. Watching him shoot in person is just like, oh, dang it. That's real. He really does shoot that well. Yeah. Oh, man. And then uh, I go out there and I do the little card splitting. Uh-huh. And he reminds me over right? and over again that it took me nine shots and it took you seven. So. <laughs> it, it's hard <sighs> to do. It is. It's tough. And you think, when you look at the card at first, and you're like, oh, you know, that's not so bad. And then you get it, like, straight on the way you need to get it to be uh-huh. able to split it with that tiny little 22 yeah. round, and it just about disappears. Oh, yeah. And then if he wouldn't have been behind me telling me where it was going, oh, I never would have got it. I never would have got it. Because you can't see where the, the bullet's going when you're the one aiming it. It's like, I would have shot, like, 500 times and never split it. But luckily he was going, okay, you're hey, a little left. He was left. doing that out here. You go a little a right. Times. Go a little right. You're right there. And then it happened. Of course, I cheated on the competition we had. I want to see y'all actually the, uh, did it legit. I cheated. I want to see <laughs> the double see hand card. No, split. I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen he it. He mentioned it. He said that he did it with you, but or did that shoot with you? But we, I didn't. We did the competition. It. it was the first to two, split two cards, and he got the first one, and I got scared, so I grabbed my Benelli Nova and, and won. <laughs> yeah, he was, t- he was telling the, me about the that. Zeke cheat. And then we yeah. just had a competition. I, I don't know. Close I, enough. The card was gone. I, right? I never I cheat mean, in sports and stuff, but split. for some reason with gun competitions, I'm like, you know what? If I got a full auto or a shotgun, I'm just going to use that. It gets, it gets the job done. Yeah. Tell us what's next up for Destiny. Well, right now I have the Helping Hands project I just launched, and so I will be um, continuing um, ramping that up mm-hmm. tell really us a little excited. bit about our, our listeners what that is well what when i hit when my channel hit fifty thousand subscribers as a way of kind of showing my appreciation for the people who have supported my channel up to this point i started an effort to help and get other smaller channels started so any channel that's less than five thousand subscribers they're being promoted and i'm asking the community to come together shout out two channels that they like that are less than five thousand subscribers Mm -hmm. and um, people who are making video responses they're eligible to win some prizes for me to help encourage people to help each other out are we allowed to shout ourselves out (laughs) because we fall in that category we've got like six 
subscribers, right? Something like that. Six, maybe seven. I thought we got up to eight. Yeah, uh, we may have. I think we got now. one of these guys here to sign up. Uh, that's what us. it was. Yeah, we're almost double digits. Tim took the uh, urinal photo of us and it shot us up to ten. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Have you, you haven't seen that, have you? No, I Thank have not. Thank God. Please don't go to his Instagram page. Now everybody's gonna go to his Instagram page. Yeah, probably. That's a great project that you've got going on to give back to uh, the community there and help grow other people that you know have the same dreams that you do. I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah, well, it's, it's hard getting started. And I remember it wasn't that long ago that my channel was very, very slowly, you know, making that climb. And so people who either help share these videos, the Helping Hands Project videos, I'm going to give them some prizes. People who yeah. make videos and get involved and promote other channels, they're going to get some prizes. So And just so our, our listeners know, we have donated some uh, Talking Lead swag. swag. Yes. Uh, for one of your little prize packs on that. So, yeah. Yep. And well, I'm, I'm very we're excited. glad to help out. We're already getting a bunch of people who have sent me emails saying, "Hey, my channel had you know X subscribers before you know this project. I got involved in the project, and the more videos that are out there, the more people that are watching, going, oh, I never heard of you know mm. that channel and that channel.' And it all often ends up coming back around like it's kind of a nice karma, yeah. Yeah. a way to. That's get some more cool. attention to these smaller channels too. But if you don't forward. win a prize, you still get something from it. Sure. Now you you're also musically inclined. I really enjoy music. I um, did a lot of choir in high school. Went to performing arts high school for a little while. Um, the funny thing is though that I have a really low singing voice, and so I sang tenor with some of the guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, or I was just a, an alto. Altos never get to have the melody. They're always like harmonizing, but I really enjoy singing, even though I don't think I'm some sort of like American Idol or voice star or whatever. So mm -hmm. I, music is a big part of my family life. We all either play or sing or. Do you do any instruments? Do you play any instruments? Um, I've taken a few years of violin. I know enough um, guitar, guitar chords. Wow. <laughs> guitar the guitar chords. is the greatest instrument ever made. I love it. Yeah. I yes. learned how to play guitar once. It was, it was cool. <laughs> well, I realized I'm not terribly good at it, so I learned a few chords to be able to accompany myself singing and kind of gave up, and I just let my dad, like, accompany me because he is way better at it than I am. So you sound like me. It's like, I started... I took violin when I was little. I took piano. I took drums. That's my favorite instrument is I the could, piano. I took guitar. I took bass. And then eventually I just sang in a heavy metal band. But it was more like screaming. So That's, yeah. that's awesome. I listened to a lot of metal. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I've been listening to Slipknot all the way up here. Nice. I listened to that <laughs> when I'm writing. Yeah, that's why we drove separate. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so I have to listen to that crap. <laughs> yeah, I need like really loud, angry stuff that I may or may not be able to actually understand what they're saying yes. in order to be able to write. Yes, exactly. That th seems to help. So I a lot of times, Barbara Streisand and Air Supply. <laughs> Supply. <laughs> yeah, I've taken to even listening to stuff like in foreign languages because if I yes. listen to it in English, I start like singing with it or typing it. And Ramstein, good I one. Love them, Eisenbrecher. If you like Ramstein, you'll like Eisenbrecher. Right. There are our intro song is from a You're speaking is it German now. I don't know what they're Isn't saying. A, there's a Swedish band that gave us their in, our intro song called Despite. They're I've very heard good. of them. They're very, very. They good. are good. Yeah, I do yeah. like them. They gave us our intro song for the podcast. So. I feel like my music horizon has just been expanded. It has. Yeah. I gotta say, I love Pandora Radio. I, li I find so many new bands oh, with that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the one my, where my guilty you pleasure. put something in and it'll give you similar, similar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I made a I like Rammstein radio station and I found all these bands like Samael and yeah. well. That's actually how I originally discovered Eisenbrecher and fell in love. Nice. KMFDM is another cool one. It's another one. one that's along those lines. Warhammer. Is it Warhammer? I think they're like a... That sounds so Icelandic. epic. It is. It's... <laughs> <laughs> 
We have just totally <laughs> taken this in another direction. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Metal with Destiny and Z. <laughs> That's what happens when I don't have a script. Oh, wait, I never have a script. Is that why I ramble so much? Dang it. <laughs> you never have a script? Oh, never. I'm impressed. If I had a script, any time that I prepared a script for, like, my very early videos, like, the first ones two and a half years ago, yeah. the ones that never even made it to YouTube because yeah. they were so awful... They were so awful. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. We right? we learned that the fir- the hard way. Our first video, which was actually one of our biggest videos, was the gun ban letter campaign, and we scripted the entire thing. Oh my gosh! It took us how long? An hour and a half yeah. to knock out a ten minute because I wouldn't read video. the script. <laughs> yeah, and then we were like, we like, we, started winging, we started winging it. We started winging it, and it just it flowed a lot better. We're like, okay, yeah, we don't need... I mean, we kind of script it before the video. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we just wing the whole thing. Yeah. I take notes. I mean, I do my research so I know what I want to talk about beforehand. Sure. And having familiarity with whatever the gears that I'm covering, like in a review or... Um, introducing some new technique that I've just learned for firearms training from some instructor mm. or what have you. I, I have the preparation done ahead of time, but I'll just generally have like a set of notes in my head and yeah. run with it. And the first couple of takes, not so good, but I kind of work into it. Yeah. And Question. And this is going to be really impressive if it wasn't scripted. You have experience recording things in vehicles like we're in our mobile studio now. The one where you do the split personality girl. Oh, that was really, well, that really was, difficult. That was winging it? That was, I had an idea of things that I wanted to say. Uh-huh. But every time I recorded it, every take was different. That's so, awesome. I'm impressed. Yeah. I had, like, pauses <laughs> worked in, and the first couple of tries, it was kind of awkward. So that, sure. that was a lot of really uh, funny video for any of the people in the parking lot, because I was sitting <laughs> in the in the passenger seat, and then I'd record, record, and then I'd sit in the driver's seat and record, record. You get a lot yeah. of funny looks oh, for yeah. people going by. Oh, I just remember what I was going to ask. Okay. Okay. Ask it. Were you in Walking Dead? <laughs> I have had somebody say that there was apparently an episode with this girl this with a crossbow. Girl looks or a and combo. sounds just like you. She's there's a wall that's kind of guarding this one little town, and she has one quick scene. And I thought, oh well, that must have been a cameo that Destiny got. <laughs> if only. She looks like you. She talks like you. And I was kind of like, I even went back to your videos and would go and watch it. I was like, that's got to be. Is this in the governor's town? Yeah, yeah, she's on the wall and she's talking to uh, the blonde girl that's dating the governor. I can't remember her name. Andrea. She's dead now. Yeah, she's dead Andrea's now. Andrea's gone. But yeah, I was like, that's got to be her. And then, yeah. So my, it wasn't you. My horrible secret is I've never even seen a single episode of The Walking Dead. Really? <laughs> don't don't wow. dis- defriend me. I'm sorry. No, we will keep you as friends. I really love zombies. <laughs> There's only so many but... hours in the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, that... well, if, if, you do, if you're very busy... Don't start. That's it's why I have it. very addictive. That is yes. exactly why I have it's, it. It's like That's why crack. they make Netflix. You know, it's in my uh, my instant queue, or what did they change it to the my, my list? Yeah, yeah what's up list. with that? I actually, I read a little um, a note about it, and maybe it was a blog post somewhere. I read a ton on the uh-huh. internet, but somebody said it was because so many people can't pronounce, didn't know the word Q, because mm-hmm. it's kind of a funny spelled word, right. and how often do you write it down? And uh, there was some customer service rep who was t- com- complaining about it. Like, people would say, like, my, my quiche, my kueh My, my kueh's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Or, or something crazy like that. So I guess they figured list was easier. That's awesome. I don't know that for yeah. sure, but that's something I found on the internet. Which, you know, of it course, if it's sense. on the internet, it must be true. It, it, uh, it, it makes sense. Everything we say is it. always true. I'll believe it. <laughs> no. Do you have anything big planned video-wise here? Um, so far, I'm getting a lot of great footage. I want to touch base with a few of the other YouTubers. What's wonderful is a lot of these faces are familiar to me because I'm watching their videos and now I actually get to meet them in person. I'm hoping to get some interactions with them 
and I've already gotten some great range footage and definitely planning to get some more. I mean, yeah. there's some fun toys out there. It's it's kind of weird. You get out here and you've got all these ideas for videos as you're coming to one of these things. And you get here and it's so intense that you're just recording everything and you're like, how am I going to piece this in? <laughs> yeah. Done some like, of that. Now, a lot of people don't know, of course, through the podcast because you can't see us. But Destiny's dad, also known as Dad of Destiny, yep. <laughs> is filming this. DOD. And do you yep. want to interview us on yeah. your channel while we're interviewing you? Do you have questions for us? Interviewception. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure that a lot of people who are um, watching my YouTube channel may not know of your YouTube channel or of your podcast. So. What's Talking Lead about? I mean, you mentioned it's a playoff of... The the name is a playoff of The Walking Dead, mm -hmm. but obviously you want to talk about guns. Do you want me to start the Inception story? Sure. We'll let Wonderful. You. So basically what it, what's happened is Left Hand and I have been friends for many years. We both enjoy guns, and recently I've, I've gotten more into the gun culture and, and learned more, what, in the last two, three years, probably something like that? Yeah, I, I kind of introduced him to the modern firearm world right. and, I've always, and got him into it. And... I've always been a hunter, had self-defense weapons, but I never really got into buying a bunch of them and learning all the things that we've learned here. And one day we were on the phone for an hour and a half talking about guns he said oh well let's let's start a gun shop and i was like yeah there's too much government red tape what we can do well i was listening to a lot of gun podcasts at the time i said let's start a gun podcast and of course his reaction was what the bleep is a gun podcast <laughs> so no, i was like what's a podcast yeah what's a podcast so the company i work for we own two radio stations two mexican radio stations but we went to the mexican radio station and we recorded our first three four episodes actually not in mexican yeah, no, not in Spanish. No, not in Mexican. Not in Mexican? Is that a language? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although in... prefieren. Oh, wow, impressive. So we... Good Mexican. We, we started the podcast, had, you know, 20, 30 listeners, and we thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Well, then we had this little guy, really tiny guy, come on the show on our fourth episode uh, named Hickok45. Oh, yeah, he is a... Yeah, yeah a little short guy. Short, yeah, tiny guy. And he came yeah. on the show, and all of a sudden, we had 4,000 downloads of that show. <laughs> and we're like, whoa. And we looked at the countries, and we were in 100, over 100 countries. So we're like, well, let's kind of take this from a hobby and see what we can do. So we kind of progressed it, and then it's evolved into this thing where... We took it on the road because we want to see how feasible it was. Oh, that's right. So we uh, booked um, some time at the uh, Houston um, NRA. NRA meeting in Houston. Yep. We were part of the Firearms Radio Network. They actually asked us to be part of their, their network after our first episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, being a part of them, we got to go to the Houston uh, NRA meeting. And from there, we're like, all right, this is where we're going to find out whether we've got legs, if the, you know, what we're doing here is legit, or is, is it, you know, do people want to hear us? Are we interesting? So that's where we actually found out by going and doing the interviews with the Glocks and, you know, all the companies that were there. Because those guns give great interviews. They really talk The Glock them. companies. <laughs> Arlie Army was one of the rep yes. representatives there. Got to meet him. Uh, who else? Did, the Top Shot people. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where we became good friends with Gabby Franco, who is a regular on our show. She's on once a month, has a segment. From there, uh, we met our publicist also. She really kind of gave us, you know, big, the big. boost we needed to say, all right, this, this has got something here, and let's take it to the next level. So that show really is where we made the, the, the decisive factors, like, all right, we're pushing it to the next level. 
So you guys have had a lot of growth in just very recent times. Yes. Yeah. We've only awesome. we've only been going since December. Yeah. We started in December. Our first episode. Right when was the same day that Newtown happened. Newtown happened. Wow. Yeah. So we're recording our episode going. Should we're we like even great. Do this this is not? a sign. Right. You know, we shouldn't even be doing this. Yeah. But we took it the opposite way. It's like, no, actually, this is what we should be doing. Yeah. You know, our whole thing was to keep politics out of our show because we, we, even though you can't, we we'll skim on politics. We'll talk about it. Whoever we have on, if they want to talk about it, that's great. But we don't try to emphasize it, or we don't try to push our we, views on our. our we try listeners. to be politically neutral, except for the Second Amendment. We're completely pro-gun. Any other politics, we try to stay. Neutral we'll give because, our opinion. We'll state our opinions, but we're not going to push it down your throat. Right. Yeah. And most people will state where it. We we'll leave it at that, and we'll move on. We don't want to alienate any gun owners out there that are gun enthusiasts, because I think on every end of the political spectrum, there's people out there that love guns, and we don't want to alienate anybody because we all have to be in this fight together. Yeah, kind of I can appreciate the that. The concealed carry, the open carry, I mean, we're all in the same boat, you know, and we need to work together. Yeah, I've had plenty of people uh, mention to me that, yeah, I'm a liberal, or, you know, I consider myself to be, you know, liberally minded, but I absolutely love guns, or I mm-hmm. can vote Democrat my whole life my whole family does but i love guns i'm sure those folks find a find a home on your podcast yeah we welcome everyone all right so you guys posed this question to me and i struggled because there's a lot out there <laughs> but what's your favorite firearms that you've seen so far today mm, you take it first one me i've, I've, I've got to mill through this mine was <laughs> the mp5 oh, that's and a when fun i one. shot that h and k g36 Ooh, <laughs> I kind of took over. So I, I think I'm going to go with the G36. I haven't gotten to shoot that one yet. Ooh, you've got to go shoot it. And put the 100-round germ on it. That thing was amazing. Yes, please. <laughs> all right, left hand, you're up. Wow. There's so many. Ah, I like them put you all. in the hot spot now. <laughs> I like them all. I want one of each. You um, can't take the easy I really out. like shooting that uh, short-barreled Sega uh, shotgun. Yeah. That thing's got some bark to it. You can mm. hear it, like, wherever you but are. But unless you're shooting it, if you're right up there shooting it, it wasn't that bad. It's, like, behind you is, is when it was, you know, really bad. Uh, but that thing was awesome. I liked it. It looks fun. I haven't shot that one yet, but I've seen a bunch yeah, of people. We were shooting slugs through it, and, man, I mean... Draw some Powerful. attention. And the yeah. acoustics in this little gully we're in is unbelievable. Little valley, yeah. Yeah. Of course, that big fire was kind of... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Bonfire. <laughs> we're, we're cooking marshmallows. Plausible deniability. <laughs> awesome. And then when, when the camera exit our indoor studio here, make sure you get our vehicles and then everybody can see. <laughs> they do look. They do look nice. I noticed both of the the talking lad vehicles are pretty uh, fancy schmancy. We wanted to make an impression when we rolled in. But, uh, Mission accomplished. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to pose a question, and I think I have a, a mic here. Y'all are Wisconsinite. Yes, sir. And we are doing a fundraiser right now for one of the Green Bay Packers. AJ Hawk, linebacker, has a foundation called hawks locks for kit and that's why our hair is getting a little shaggy i usually have a faux hawk and he's usually pretty tight i usually keep it pretty tight and buzzed and we're we're growing our hair out for a year and then after that we're going to go to an event up there so we'll actually have to look y'all up when we get up to wisconsin most definitely when we go up there we're going to cut our hair and we've actually got a handful of fans that are doing it too that is cool. And he sends it to kids that, not just cancer, but if they have alopecia and they lose their hair because... For whatever reason that they've lost their hair. Right. And they mm-hmm. make wigs with it. So I was going to see if uh, Dad of Destiny would uh, join in that little <laughs> competition. I don't know. I don't know if his, uh, 
He has a day job, which is actually why he can help you out uh, with the channel. Because gotcha. sometimes uh, going to the But it's for range. a good cause. You explain the cause. Yeah, I'm sure. Look, it's a fundraiser. Yeah, the corporate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got the. Yeah. yeah. It's a good organization. And remember, all the listeners out there, that if you want to join us, send us a Facebook pic, send us a picture on email. Before and after. Telling us that you're involved and we're going to make sure it goes to the right people right places i didn't realize i've had friends my age that have had cancer and when they go through chemo they just shave their head but when you're a kid it's such a blow to your self-esteem when you lose your hair so i mean yeah it's a, a really a noticeable change it is mm-hmm. definitely not a lot of kids shave their head just for the heck of it well thanks for coming on we've enjoyed it yeah it's Do you my have pleasure any more questions for us? i don't want to cut you off no no, <laughs> Put me on the spot. Yeah. And then, of course, my mind was a complete blank. That like, was the ultimate question. Oh, well. Do you have questions for us? <laughs> Do you have any What is the meaning of me? life, the universe, and everything? That's the one that always gets me in like, interviews. Do you have any more questions for us? Uh, yeah. Can I have the job? <laughs> <laughs> I always hate that one, too. Or can you describe your weaknesses? Oh, I told you I wanted the job. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> But I make good with it. Just can't get up in the mornings. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Destiny, appreciate it. We'll look forward to hanging out, do some more stuff. And give uh, right give your channel a plug. Oh yeah. Well, how can people get in touch with you? Well, if you haven't uh, discovered me, uh, Fate of Destiny. That's with two e's at the end because apparently I don't know how to spell. Now you started a second channel too, right? Yes. Okay. All things Destiny. Uh, it's just a play off my name. I okay. actually that is my name, Destiny. I do get that question a lot. Like, gotcha. did you just come up with that? I wish I could give myself credit for that. That that was my parents came up with that. Oh, nice. Yeah. They knew you were going to do a YouTube. We've had people ask if I was talking and he's led or vice versa, but that's uh, funny. <laughs> Not really. It's just a cheesy joke that really flopped. <laughs> I can appreciate corny humor. I mean, I never would have survived the name Destiny. I, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Destiny. It's my pleasure. So now we got Matt from ATI. One of the sponsors of this huge event. Yes. So the YouTube Range Day 2013. First annual. Yes. So tell us a little bit about ATI. What y'all do? We make... Uh, Gun stocks, fore ends, heat shields, um, mag extensions, all kinds of uh, aftermarket accessories, and we aim for it to be stuff that you know the average gun owner can install and do themselves. No need for the gunsmith. Awesome. I actually own a couple of your products. I was telling you earlier, I bought one of your uh, Mini 14 stocks. Oh, one of very the collapsible. Popular. Uh, but I don't have the Mini 14 yet, so I've got yeah. I've got to get the 14. As I told you, you bought the uh, important item first. I did, I did, because <laughs> I said I said yeah. it's going to look badass when I get one. So Can't I'm just going to go without the other. I'm, I said it's going to be inevitable. If I get a Mini 14, I'm going to get one of these anyway. So I went ahead and got it. So there how long you go. been doing this? Um, I've actually only been with ATI a little over a year. Okay. Okay. And I uh, do their website and social media over there. Nice. And so you were telling so me that ATI is based out of uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, we right. got two facilities. One a little north of Milwaukee. Uh, do all of our own molding, CNCing. It's all made right in the USA. So y'all went uh, there in uh, Destiny's neck of the woods. Yes, she's nice. actually within probably forty-five minutes. Oh wow! Okay. Yep, she's gonna have to come visit us. I think we're ending up with all these Wisconsin connections, man. These cheeseheads. Uh, but yeah, so we're actually gonna be coming up there probably next year sometime. Well, so feel we'll free to, to stop in, by, get in touch with you. Yeah, we'll by do there. So Hopefully, we'll see you uh, before then. Definitely. Yeah. At some and of the other gun show events. Yep, and, and shot show, I'm sure. Y'all going to be a shot? Shot. Yep. yep. You got to come by. We'll have a lot we'll of cool it. new stuff. So yeah, yeah, you're telling me you got yep. some stuff coming out that you just can't talk about right yep, now. Yep, can't talk about it quite yet, but uh, it's going to be uh, eye opening. There's going to be some really cool stuff. Some uh, new names. 
Gotcha. Always. Cool. What's your What's your best seller of all your products right now? Best seller. Uh-huh. Um, I, it really it really varies a lot by season in that, but our Ruger and our Mossberg and our Remington. Gotcha. Uh, those are you know the three names that go up. But I mean, as far as what's you know getting out there right now is uh, our Benelli, our Raven packages getting out there, especially with law enforcement as well right. as being the first. Uh, adjustable sock available to the civilian market and we've got enough compliance parts there for that package that you can go fully what adjustable. does the package right. include um well we've got the uh, six position adjustable stock um and then that breaks down and you can it's all aluminum and you can adjust the tension uh for the drag on your buffer tube got a infinitely adjustable cheek rest on there kind of works like a scissors car jack it's amazing wow um got the uh, pistol grip then you got a four end a heat shield uh we got Gosh. a new mag tube U.S. made for compliance, cap, follower. Uh, there's a tri-rail up there, and between those pieces, you can get 922R compliant no matter what. So Cool. And that's nice. for the Benelli? Yep, the Benelli M4. M4. Very nice. That'll really deck it out, won't it? Yeah. Yep. And you got one here, don't you? Yeah, we uh, we brought a couple. Yeah. We uh, had one apart so the guys could kind of see how the inner workings worked. Uh, there's nothing out there like it. So there's want to check out your latest and greatest products, where can they go, man? Uh, I would have to say our website, atigunstocks.com. Uh, we also have a pretty big following on Facebook. Get a lot of up-to-date uh, news there and firsts, um, as well as other places like your podcast, of course. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. We'll and uh, feel free whenever you have big news to release. Yeah, let us yeah, know. Yeah, we might have to we, do... We uh, can provide the platform for that. Might have to do a reveal with you guys later in the year, maybe. That. that would be awesome. That would be it's good. It's kind of been up, but there's some of the contact info. There we go. Yeah. One nice thing of being in the uh, mobile lead sled. Got our stuff handy somewhat. Oh yeah, I got it everywhere. Awesome. Somewhat. It's fun. Yeah, this is this has been our first time doing it in a vehicle. Wow, and really? It's it's yeah. fun. Wait, that sounded really bad. Doing it. <laughs> uh, Broadcast. It was well done. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> very very fun. Um, well, we appreciate you guys uh, taking part and being a sponsor in this this amazing event by Iraqi Vet. Why, Iraq. why do I, keep, I always say Iraqi? Yeah, Iraq Veteran 888. He's American. Iraq Vet 888. Yeah, we're a big believer in all the stuff the YouTubers are doing, as, yeah. as well as all the new media, especially you guys, too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's, it's fun. This is the direction it's all going. Yeah. Web-based. And I mean, it's, it's great people out here. Everyone you meet, great representatives yep. for uh, the gun. Yeah, really, industry. really are. Yeah, everybody's been just super nice. They've got their... I don't know how many guns, like millions of dollars worth of guns out here, and everybody oh, yeah. is just like willing to let you just come up and shoot their gun. And, oh, yeah. You know, you know, not think twice about it. I had a guy tap me on the shoulder, and you know, here's a UMP-40, fire it. <laughs> okay. I have to. <laughs> He's like, you know. here, shoot it. It needs to and be shot. What's been the favorite what thing you shot for. out here? That that would have to be it. Really? Was it? Yeah. Nice. But uh, it's fun. I mean, I, I'd walk up to people with the uh, with the M4 all decked out, and, oh, what's this? Yeah. You know, let me fire it. Yeah, that's go. the cool so. thing about your your stocks is it really changes, you know, a gun, maybe a gun you've had for years, mm-hmm. and then you can go and put one of those stocks, and it's like you got a brand new gun. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Everyone likes to deck out whatever they're doing, you know, your car, whatever, and yeah. just another thing you can do. So guys, check out ATI uh, at the website ATI Gunstocks Gunstocks.com. Awesome, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. Yep, thanks, guys. Babies, baby back ribs. And uh, we're back on Talking Lead, and um, we have two very odd guys that came down here with us to this YouTube Range Day 2013. And um, 
We've been trying to get them on the show together for a while because I heard how much chaos it would actually be if y'all were on the show together. Well, we thought, what the heck, let's do it. So, T and Outdoors 9 and the man, the myth, the legend, the scrawny. You know him, you love him. 22 Blankster. Uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I can't feel my <laughs> right arm right now. So. Yeah, Blinkster's been Welcome out there shooting both a 10-gauge shotgun. Three-and-a-half-inch magnum. With a shorty barrel. Shorty barrel. Splitting a card. Three ounces of lead, splitting playing cards. <laughs> and it's all I can do right now to hold this mic in my hand. <laughs> oh, me. Well, since it is episode 40, we were going to give TN Outdoors 9 a moment of Rain Man caliber talk. So, Rain Man of calibers? Rain Man. What, what's 40 all about? Wow, man. I'm, I'm about worn out and you're asking me that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even sound like myself. <laughs> 40. Well. How did they come about? The 40 came along from the 10 millimeter. So, the 10 millimeter was an FBI cartridge back in the 80s, but you'll hear all kinds of stories about how the caliber was too powerful for a lot of folks with small hands, and they said something about female officers and things like that, so I don't know. But it is a very powerful cartridge. So someone came along, and I believe Smith & Wesson, and said, let's chop that down. We like the 10 millimeter, which is 40 diameter in decimals. Let's chop it down and make something that's not quite as powerful. The other thing was to get the 40 into the same size frame as a 9mm handgun. And I'm doing this all from memory. I don't know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> I think it's a bunch of baloney. I think it's more from the 22 long rifle. No, 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 no. <laughs> this isn't about the 22 right now, Plink, sir. It's about the 40. <laughs> you mean there's other calibers? Yes, there are other calibers. Okay. And you need to accept them. Okay. And quick carrying 22s for like your self-defense, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I, I will say in Plinkster's defense, Whoa. He, he does he does own 40 caliber handguns. Yes. And he shoots them very well. Well, thank you. So you're shooting that 45 pretty good, too. Well, it's uh, every squirrel finds a nut, I guess. So I don't know what I'm talking, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, there you go. So, so yeah, the, the 40 came about in the 80s, mid-80s, late-80s, thereabouts. And then I think what really pushed the 40 along as a cartridge and getting to the platform was Glock. Of course, other, other makers did, too. People get tired mm-hmm. of me talking about Glock, but Glock came I, out with it. I'm getting tired of you talking yeah, about Glock. Know, okay. Glock brand Glock. H&K, I think, finally got along. <laughs> Glock is Got in. around to do something <laughs> in the 40. <laughs> yeah, so Glock came out with the Glock 22, and it's pretty much now a it's my favorite. 65, 70% of the police market out there. But the 40 has really taken off as far as uh, law enforcement, it's used quite a bit for concealed carry. People talk about the power factor. I mean, it is more powerful than a 9mm. Is it more effective when you're running gel tests and things like that? I mean, it can be. you got different bullet weights. 135 grain is, I think, too light. 155 grain, I feel, is a little light. I like, personally, the... What am I thinking here? The 165 and 180s. Yeah. And 165 and 180s. And other people say, well, you know, it's a high-pressure cartridge. You don't want a 180 grain. You don't have uh, a lot of room there for your pressure to go away and your, your powders and so forth. And I'm just really tired. But anyway. <laughs> it's awesome. Anyway, so a lot of people a lot of people won't carry the 180s. And when I have carried 40, and occasionally I will, I, I like the 180s because they don't recoil as much as the 165s. And that's another thing. The 40 has a very snappy recoil. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. I think everyone in here will agree that the 45 is much more pleasant to shoot. You might even be more accurate with it for quicker follow-up shots because it doesn't recoil, at least to me, as much as the 40. What do you yeah. think about that? And the it, 40 does bite more. It, it, does. it does. It has a little It has a little snap to it. But does it have crackle and pop? Uh, just on weekends. Okay. And, uh, you know, I carry the... 180 grain in my H&K P2000 
Not a not a Glock. You keep and talking I, about the H and K P two thousand. Yeah, I've well, never seen it. I, well, uh, I'll does show. It even, it. Does it really exist? It does exist. And, Isn't it uh, over there? I've actually I have actually taken taken a deer with my forty H and K. Really? A couple years ago, I took a deer with the one hundred and eighty gram and. It the deer actually literally disclaimer ran. that is legal in Tennessee. It is it is legal. Uh, the deer ran probably about fifteen yards and piled up, and it went. It didn't go all the way through. It went right behind the shoulder and it lodged in the hide on the other side. So there's a bulge on the other side, and it, you know the deer was walking. It was walking dead or talking lead or something like that. But <laughs> there was it, a bulge on the other side. On the other side with the bullet lie when I when I skinned the deer. Usually there's the, just a bulge in the front. Yeah. Well, when was I it shot, a daddy bulge. Um, anyways, um, so I, I stripped, I stripped the hide back and the bullet, the bullet fell out. The bullet held together perfectly. And, you know, it, you know, it it worked. So I know I'm like, well, if it can kill a, you know, take down a 200 pound deer, you know, it it shouldn't be not a problem. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't have second thoughts of carrying it for self-defense. So no, by the way, I have to ask before that bullet took out the deer, had it gone through a playing card before (laughs) Well, I sat and I tried to set an aspirin right up there on the on the trail that go. I thought he was going to come <laughs> through. It's the only way he can hide. here we or go. Was it a so, redirectional tube? Uh, well, actually, I was doing Annie Oakley, so uh, he was behind the tree stand when I took him, and I had to use a mirror. And See, little, I took him little, that may not be legal in Tennessee. Was little known fact: Plinkster cannot hit the broadside of the barn unless it is a trick shot. So he, he sets up a card and whenever he goes deer hunting, and he waits for the deer to get right in front of the card, and that's the only time that, he can actually that's, shoot. That's a myth. That, that's a myth. That's our fact to fight the myth. No. We talk about the power factor of it. A lot of people who really like the forty five, and I like that caliber as well, and, of course, the 9mm. There are a lot of folks, you look at the gun forums and, and so forth and blogs, you'll see comments where people will say, I just don't have room. 440 in my handgun inventory. I've tried it. It's too snappy. Mm. And, you know, for this type of frame handgun, I would much rather carry a smaller capacity, 45, which has a very good power factor, as a, or, a, you know, a 9mm, than the 40. So there are a lot of people that just don't like it, and some people may have never tried it. But it is a very effective caliber. It is very popular. And during these ammo shortages, yes, it was one of the ones that you didn't see. But once all the ammo started coming back, Guess what? You're still not seeing nine millimeter. I'm seeing forty-five. I'm seeing forty. It, it just—I just think that as people were running out this last year or so and buying handguns, they weren't necessarily going for the forty caliber for a lot of reasons. For things that we've talked about, mm-hmm. it, it does cost a tad bit more than nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. It's in the ballpark of what you're going to pay for forty. So a lot of people say they just don't—they just don't have room for it. Some people say the same things about three fifty-seven Sig. It's just not a caliber that's of interest to them because either the nine or the forty. They feel like is going to be adequate, and of course that is correct, I would think. But law enforcement, that is the predominant caliber in law enforcement, regardless of the platform. Sig, Glock, you know, HK, Colt, whatever. It's I dozed point. off. I'm sorry. Were you saying something? Yeah. Yes. Were you? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and I agree with you. I, I agree with you, and uh, I, I like the 40. That's you know, good, by the way. I, thank you. Um, I've never shot a gun I really didn't like. To tell you the truth, and um, you know, don't mean to change the subject. I shot my first Mosin Nagant this weekend. And uh, I know, I know, I know your people are probably thinking, he's never shot a Mosin gun. You know, I, I don't own one. And, you know, it's a surplus rifle, and I've been wanting to get one for a while. And probably the first week I'm going to be home, I will be getting a Mosin gun. I love those things. Those things are awesome. What model do you have, uh, 10 Outdoors? I have the 9130, but the one we were shooting today was the 9159, which is as about three or four inches chopped off the barrel of the 9130 mm-hmm. and refitted. 
Man, it shoots great. It's got some. It's got some pop to it. Yeah, it's it got does. some pop it's, to it's it. But very it's similar, fun to shoot. Very similar to shooting a three hundred eight. I think it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit stouter than a three hundred. Personally, um, I think I would put it up there with thirty out six. So, probably closer. Yeah, and the ballistics are yeah. probably are likely closer to thirty out six. So, but what do I know? I'm just a twenty two guy. That's right. You don't so know anything. All he shoots you is twenty two. Because you're narrow minded, don't shoot any other calibers <laughs> than the twenty two. No, he's just narrow and can't handle any kind of calibers. <laughs> He likes to standardize. <laughs> now we're done with forty. We can talk about other stuff. Like, well, you we already know Mosin was your favorite, right? Uh, that we well, shot here. I, I like the Mosin. I, you know, I shot the. Uh, Did you shoot any of the HKs? No, I didn't shoot any H and Ks. What? Uh, I, I know. Listen, you know. I mean, I should. We should be happy because this is like a step of progress, right? You here. know, do, do they have? Is that MP5 suppressed? Uh, I don't know if they have one for. I it think or not. it was threaded. Uh, I'm gonna as soon as we leave this podcast, I'm gonna right walk now. up to somebody who has an H and K and ask me if I can shoot an MP5 because I've always wanted to shoot one and this is probably my only chance to ever shoot one. But you know what? People like me and I'm okay with it. So, <laughs> people like me. <laughs> I am so tired right now. We've been out in the sun and shooting guns. And it's a good tired, but you know, we have like four or five four hour drive home. Depends so, how many times you have to stop to use the restroom. Just wake me up when we get there. You okay. Three and a half. Yeah. Are you staying tonight? Who me? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, we all we're all heading back then. Know. So <laughs> we should have just recorded. You this know why? On the road back. Because tomorrow's cleanup day. <laughs> yes. I have a lot of guns to clean. Yes. So, uh, but it, dude, it's been great. It has been. I'm talking the guys. You know, Iraq veteran. They have put on a great show, and uh, I'm not just saying uh-huh. that. They man, it has been unbelievable. Very well organized. So, Even the crazy stuff that we did, it was still well organized and still safe. safe. Yeah, it was still safe, you know, with the Tannerite and stuff like that because you have to watch, you know, what you're doing with that stuff. And, you know, they're extremely safe about it and we have fun. You know, right. Yeah, YouTube is going to be flooded with fully automatic videos, you know, shooting videos, cross promotion. And, you know, for the most part, none of our subscribers knew this was going on. No. And, you know, we've all kept it a secret. You know, we've, we've been anticipated this day for a long time, some of us. And, you know, it was not disappointing by no, no means. No, 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 no. And uh, it was great. And I had so much. And, you know, shooting the guns, that was a bonus. But I know we can do that fellowship and down there at the bowling alley. But, I, I, you know, I like talking to, this to is fellow even YouTubers. better fellowship right here. Yeah. Meeting yeah, other people awesome. that are doing similar things that we're doing. We all got the same goals. I, I spent you know. more time today and last night talking to people about YouTube, about the gun community, about the Second Amendment, filming and, and videography, things like that. I spent more time talking to people and sharing ideas and listening and learning than I actually did shooting guns yeah. and filming. Yeah, spent, you didn't shoot a lot of guns today. I did not shoot a whole lot. I, I shot a Desert Eagle 44. That was fun. Nice. Did, you, could, did you end up shooting the 50? I split, a, I split a playing card with nice. the 50, the Desert Eagle, <laughs> and the Beowulf. Yeah, and awesome. the Beowulf. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, you did a lot of things. You you were pretty active. Yeah, well, I, different guns. Well, I just, I just, I really was more <laughs> wanting to talk to some people and get some footage. I didn't really want to see. See, y'all are missing the eye rolling right now. It's awesome because you know Plinkster is he's he's up there, man. Uh, I'm just a redneck with a gun who loves to shoot. And has a camera. <laughs> and has a camera. You know, and anybody can do this YouTube stuff. Anybody so, can. Anybody yeah. can. He's got if a we stick. can do it. <laughs> God, if y'all can do it. If we, yeah. come up, if we could come up with a stick, you know, splitting a playing card or something, maybe we could shoot turkeys or something. I think that's Roasted already Roasted turkeys. Yeah. I like turkey. Turkeys are fun. We or are. Marbles. Maybe we can shoot marbles. Yeah. Marbles? Those marbles. are too big. Those are too big? I don't know. We'll have to come up with our stick. <laughs> people uh, want us to shoot their guns. we got a stick, don't we? Hey, you know, we talking about people in so safes. people will want us to shoot their guns. Hey, you know what? You know, I've got 
boom. That was, that was pretty That wasn't loud. me. That was big. I thought we were done oh. with Tannerite. Big uh, bada boom. Well, obviously, the guy did not get the memo that we were done with Tannerite. So um, that, that kind of scared me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Blinkster's bleeding from his eyes yes, and ears. Um, but, you know, I've lost all train of thought with the Tannerite explosions. What are we, what are we talking about? Isn't dinner Guns? coming sometime soon? Yeah. Are we uh, providing dinner. dinner? I don't know. What are we doing for dinner? We're We're probably getting it on the road. Okay, they're shooting the MP5 now, so this is this is your opportunity. How how much how much longer do I need to talk? Five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. You do five minutes. Yeah, I can do five minutes. (laughs) Um, So one time as a child, I shot a 22, and um, and I really really like the 22. It's a fun round. It's it's good to start you know kids off with and. (laughs) Low recoil, and it's fairly what accurate up to 100 yards. I think, I think he's just repeating the entire episode the first time he yeah, came on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had it memorized. So, I thought um, you had more 22. depth than that. No, I, I, I'm a very shallow person. So, um, but, hey, let's talk about a caliber. Let's talk about the 22 long rifle. Hey, let's let's talk about something else. Let's talk let's about, about the 44. No, let's talk about something totally different. Let's like talk, not even non Let's related? talk about the interest rates Sword on houses pools? going up right now. Yeah, I thought they Very were going minimal. down. Uh, no, I think they're going back up, my friend. I thought the Fed just make a, made a big announcement. I didn't get the memo. Instead. Just yeah. like the guy with the Tannerite blowing it up the, over there. He didn't uh, get the you memo. Know, interest rates are still at historical oh. lows. So <laughs> historical it's lows. still a great time to buy a house. Is it a great time for refinancing? Absolutely. If All you right. haven't refined them in the past two years. Yeah. Yes. There's a house I'm looking at that this guy told me about that I really, really want. What's your Who's that guy? Uh, It's this tall guy from this little place in Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. It's like a... Good looking fella? (sighs) He thinks he is. Oh, well, that's (laughs) not me. No one of this He told his realtor about it, and his realtor (laughs) looked it up, too. My realtor is working on it, too, so... That is... Is it still for sale? Yes. Dude, that'd be cool if we could, like, live close like that. it's a steal. Oh, it's a steal? Yeah. Man, it's a nice house. Nine acres. Nine acres in the woods. You can, get, you can get probably a 300-yard shot. It's already got a shoot house on it. Yeah. 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 Reloading room. Nothing beats, nothing beats walking out onto your back porch, buck naked, and ripping off some 300-yard shooting. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about that. Crickets. Ripping off some dragon's breath. Whatever it Ooh, takes. Dragons. When are you going to post that video? What's that? Buck naked on your back porch shooting. There, um, I think there's <laughs> disclaimers on YouTube about that. Oh. So, Who's Buck Naked? See another. <laughs> <laughs> he's, in the, he's got another channel. No, he just. Um, I sent Plinkster a photo one day. I wasn't supposed to talk about this. No. <laughs> yeah. I've still got the photo, by the way. No. Is it the same photo you sent me? No. No. Okay. No. Oh, he, Lord. No. He called me and asked me what I was doing. And I just. Let's just say that when I get up in the morning and the weather's nice. <laughs> I basically, I mean, literally, I will go out the back door onto the deck. No one's typically home. And I'll walk around in the yard and just let your imagination run wild. <laughs> so, for whatever reason, I had my phone with me. Which I do is, the same Which thing. is another disturbing thought. Because you had no pockets. I chose not to put on any or any clothes, but I decided <laughs> it's important for me to go outside with my phone. So you I, got you got to check email, YouTube, comments right. from the night before. So, I, I uh, positioned the phone camera appropriately and took a photo and, and texted it to him and said good morning said, how about this he just, big guy he just said good morning and how about this and i clicked on it because it came from an iphone because it doesn't come up on my phone because it's a subpar phone um, so it came up on my android and i had to click on it to open it up and i knew he was driving you know, in his business, I knew he was driving more than like. I wasn't texting, okay? I just right, looked at it. I, I just, just looked at it. I just see if he might have swerved off the road a little bit. I, tell us where in Tennessee there's skid marks 
on the highway where you swerved off the road when you opened that text? Um, halfway between Dixon and Waverly <laughs> on I-40. Um, yeah, it was, um, yeah, that, I'm serious. I have got a mental picture in my mind that I will oh. never, I cannot shoot enough Tannerite or enough guns <laughs> to get this this image out of my head. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to hang on to the picture. I haven't opened it up since he sent it to me because I, that's a scene I don't want to see again. But... Um, I'm, I'm probably going to save it for a, um, you know, if I need thousand rounds of nine millimeter or something one day, I, I Ooh, know where to get blackmail. it. Blackmail. Well, yeah. just okay. That's not bad. That works both ways. Um, oh, never mind. Let's let's back this up. Isn't there? A, <laughs> don't well. forget that on our trip down here last night, we shared a room, and somebody stayed up late last night, which wasn't me. So I went to bed. And so that means the person who went to bed early, which was me, got up before the other person and had a camera. <laughs> What'd you do with my toothbrush? <laughs> What'd you do with my toothbrush? <laughs> oh, man. Really? You didn't flatulate on me, did you? Shroom whelp your forehead. Uh, you t- <laughs> did you say shroom whelp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did that really happen? Tell me, did that really happen? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I've really got to use the restroom. Don't make me laugh. Well, Man, that well. could open up a whole other dialogue. If, if people only knew what happens between... I've been saying that If somebody time. just hacked the Tennessee gun YouTubers' phones... Now, now, listen, now this, this, this is a great... This is a go, great... Go ahead and talk about that. Okay, this yeah. is a... It's funny that you said that. that because 10 Outdoors 9 and myself, we talk every day. Just for the about. most part, yeah. just for the besides on the weekends, we usually don't yeah. talk on the weekends. But Monday through Friday, we both have jobs that we do a tremendous amount of traveling. And, You're an uh, ice cream truck driver. Yes, right? ice cream truck driver. Um, I hand out uh, ammunition to whoever wants it. <laughs> Tn and, shaved uh, ice. And so we we talk, and we always get about halfway through a conversation, and we always say. Man, we've got to start recording our phone conversations. We really do. As, and nobody would probably listen to it because nobody watches us. So, but seriously, we need to start recording our phone conversations because some of them have been some humdingers, boy. Let me tell We're you. We're talking viral phone calls. Yeah, viral so, phone guess, calls. I guess we would have to have a blog. Isn't that how this show started, Zeke? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how this <laughs> yeah. show started. Oh, wow. Except so some, theirs might have a little different content. <laughs> and, we'll see, and well, we talk about everything. We yeah, talk we talk. Tannerite. We talk about Tannerite. We talk about Molly Cyrus. We talk about a lot of different Miley Cyrus. Harris. Oh yeah. Yes. Let's talk about Miley Cyrus. Let's not say Ooh. we did. So <laughs> the only good thing about Miley Cyrus is she came from the man who who has the best mullet had, or had the best had, mullet ever. Right. ever. That is the only good thing going. I agree for her. with the mullet. <laughs> it was the it was a classic mullet. It and was. You know, if I could grow my hair out, I would have. Well, me and my wife talked about this. She wouldn't let me do it, but dude, I'm serious. I would rock the mullet. I would bring it back myself. I'm getting there. <laughs> so, I'm getting there. yes, you you have a little mulletization back Thank there. You. But we've actually talked about I having got to cut the front. We talked about having a sub channel. We're coming up with. You know, we talk about the phone calls. We're always coming up with video ideas where we're going to collaborate oh, on some things yeah. that are that are gun related. There's one. I'm still waiting uh, for if one. If you're going to give it away, I'll let spoof. you do it. I won't. But we've talked. To, there's a movie that we both really like. Yes. And I we can't wanted, wait for we that. We want to do somewhat of a parody on that. And we almost started working on it. 
one, a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, we were going to do it. we got busy. But we got to looking at it, and I said, look, I'll help you with this and edit it and be in it. Devil, Devil Wears Prada? Is it? <laughs> oh, that's not it. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Or, or is it? What is it? <laughs> but we talked about doing some things like that. The bodyguard? That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the birdcage? There's oh another God. one we talked and about. And no, not Broke Bike Mountain either. <laughs> that was the so, no. no, guns in it. No, we talked, actually, we talked uh, this week about. And it was, I think I said something, making an idea about it, just making a private video and sending it around to a few of our friends on YouTube. And I had some uh, 80s music we we had picked out, and we were going to get in and, and act and lip sync to that music, but also use firearms in it. It's like it's not yeah. something we would post on YouTube because oh, no. the music licensing would that's not going to work. Yeah. But thought about just sending it around to some friends. Think if we're going to take the time to do that, why don't we take something, take our time and make something worthwhile? Yeah. But that would take away from everything else we're doing yeah everybody has all these great ideas but we just don't move forward with them we should do one just to see how it goes yeah uh, we you need know. to make a gun version of animal house all of us together who gets to be john belushi <laughs> that's that me that's a big yes i okay yeah <laughs> you're grinning like you just can't wait for that, that to who's be gonna me. be kevin bacon Oof, i like bacon <laughs> bacon too. i like bacon i, I had bacon food. this morning i think i could with the if I work with my hair, I could work. I could look. No, like you're Kevin. the. You're Thank the, you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> who am I? You're the. Don't say. Niedermeyer. Uh, don't say flounder. No. Okay. Look, you're, you're like, like Brandon the, 401 right there. Hey, roll down the window. Get that guy over oh. here. That's Brandon hey, 401. Yeah. Yes. Hey, that's you. Oh, we know that. you. There's somebody walking by <laughs> the. Brandon 401. Ain't you famous? Can y'all give me a ride? Yeah. Y'all need. Are you lost? Yeah, we need some more ammo. More ammo. Where yeah. we, where we're that sounds like an addiction to me, boy. Twenty-two shot it all, trying to split one playing card. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, Brandon, four one. Do we need to talk about this? Do we need to talk about this? So, so it's true that all your videos are fake. Every single one of them, they're all fake. They're all edited. They're, the, except you know, the green one, screen. Except the one that I filmed for. His channel yeah. is done because, I mean, com- steroid abuse combined. How many subscribers do you think we have here? Um, combined. Well, we add an extra eight. So. You got to come up we with add eight. eight to it. So. Okay, how many you got, Tommy? Nine subscribers? Yeah. Eleven or twelve. Eleven or twelve. Yeah, so yeah. combined, if everybody posts a video of Plinkster shooting all this ammo to split one <laughs> playing card, his channel's done. Yes. You know what? That's a great point. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Brandon, I'm rolling the window up on you now. See you, man. We're not going to edit it. So you hold him hostage for some ammo? Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, there's an MP5 over there that I want to go shoot before they put it up. So I think I think Plinks are out of ammo. Out. Thanks, guys, for coming on. All right, thanks for having us thanks on. Thanks for having us again. No problem. And as always, left hand, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer.